Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. It's Wednesday, July 19th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. A St. Louis balloon artist is helping to build a massive world out of biodegradable balloons to bring attention to child abuse. We get to make a big difference by handing it off to a local charity that gets to use it to raise awareness and raise funds for their cause. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson reports on a St. Louis artist participating in the big balloon build. A St. Louis County Councilman's attempt to freeze property taxes for seniors is hitting a dead end. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, county residents may get a chance to vote on the proposal. Councilman Mark Harder of Baldwin is trying to take advantage of a new Missouri law that effectively exempts certain senior homeowners to property tax increases. But his bill failed four to three, with some expressing concern it could hurt schools and municipalities' bottom line. Harder, though, says supporters of the property tax freeze for seniors could still collect about 26,800 signatures to trigger a public vote. But he says he was disappointed the council shot down his bill. And I thought that the council would at least uh, look for uh, an opportunity to serve the seniors of St. Louis County. St. Louis aldermen are also considering a similar senior property tax freeze proposal. I'm Jason Rosenbaum. St. Louis Public Radio. The Missouri Supreme Court has heard arguments in a case centering on how much authority offices have over the initiative petition process. Attorney General Andrew Bailey and Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick are at odds over the amount of power they have on the fiscal note that estimates the financial impact of a constitutional amendment. Attorney Jason Lewis is representing the Attorney General's office and argues a recent circuit court ruling against Bailey is too narrow. A plain reading of that statute permits the Attorney General to do a threshold review of legal content form to determine whether a fiscal note summary is argumentative or prejudicial on its face. The June ruling gave Bailey 24 hours to certify the note, but the Attorney General appealed. The dispute is holding up signature gathering for a referendum on abortion rights. Illinois counties are preparing to eliminate cash bail after the state Supreme Court ruled that such a move is constitutional. Alex Dagman reports. The high court overturned a lower court's ruling, making Illinois the first state in the nation to remove cash bail as a method of pretrial detention. Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox says they're ready. The budgetary ask and needs required to implement this have been made over the course of the last two and a half years. But State Representative Patrick Windhorst, a former Southern Illinois prosecutor, says that's not the case everywhere. People detained pre-trial will have the right to appeal, causing strain on smaller court systems. Prosecutors' offices, public defenders, the court system will be coming to the state requesting more money, or they'll be going and requesting more money from the local property taxpayer. Cash bail is eliminated on September 18th. I'm Alex Degman. A retired judge will help the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office determine whether a 1991 murder conviction should be overturned. Booker Shaw is currently a partner at the Thompson-Colburn Law Firm. The former chief judge of the Missouri Court of Appeals for the Eastern District began his legal career in the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office. He will help determine whether a motion should be filed to vacate the conviction of Christopher Dunn. Former Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner asked a court to overturn that 1991 verdict before leaving office. St. Louis's current top prosecutor, Gabe Gore, withdrew that motion and announced another review of the case. 
The St. Louis Office of Violence Prevention wants community organizations and young people to offer suggestions on helping to reduce youth violence. It's creating programming that will likely include community events, sports tournaments, and block parties. The initiative comes weeks after a shooting involving teenagers at a party in a downtown office building that left one dead and at least 10 injured. Violence Prevention Office Director Wilfred Pickney says the community must change its response to youth violence. We need to find the people who are willing to jump in. They understand the assignment. And no matter how small it is, let's just start. He made the comments on St. Louis on the Air. The office is accepting proposals through the city's public safety website. An O'Fallon, Illinois school district has taken disciplinary action after the hiring of an administrator's son with a felony charge. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer reports, District 90 is not providing many details. In a prepared statement read at Tuesday night's regularly scheduled meeting, Board President Becky Drury said the board had taken appropriate disciplinary action. However, she and the board declined to say who was disciplined and what the discipline included, citing personnel matters. Assistant Superintendent Joy Will's son, Christian, was hired earlier this spring as a custodian. He later quit, and it became public that he faced a felony charge for assault and battery in Oklahoma. In response, the district hired a DuCoin, Illinois-based law firm to investigate. Drury said the investigation found no new information, but declined to release the findings. While no members of the public spoke Tuesday night, many at past meetings have expressed strong feelings about the situation. In O'Fallon, Illinois, I'm Will Bauer, St. Louis Public Radio. Balloon artists from St. Louis and around the globe are descending on a northern Colorado town this week to participate in a -a one-of-a-kind event. It's called the Big Balloon Build. Artists are building a larger-than-life world out of biodegradable balloons. As St. Louis Public Radio's Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson reports, the artists are lending their talents to raise awareness about child abuse. Jules Perkovic is making a space-themed garland out of black, gray, and silver latex balloons. Instead of having to tie two knots for these balloons, I only have to tie one knot for these balloons. And then I twist those knots into the knots of another. So this is called a duplet because it has two balloons. And we put two duplets together, and now it's a quad. The St. Louis balloon artist works fast. She puts a balloon in each hand, fills them with air, rounds them out to the perfect shape, and ties the balloons simultaneously before attaching them to a growing balloon chain. This is just a small sample of what the Party Perks owner will be doing this week at the Big Balloon Build. Perkovic is one of 75 balloon artists chosen to participate in the build in Greeley, Colorado. I've been looking at the designs of everything that's going to be coming to the Big Balloon Build. This is one of, I think, 20 separate techniques. We're going to be doing square pack walls. We're going to be doing uh, brick weaving. We're going to be doing quickly walls. The Big Balloon Build takes artists from around the world to create inflatable installations. The goal is to bring attention to a local charity's cause with the help of balloons. And the nonprofit has held builds across the globe. Not only is it really fun to be a part of the install, because none of us are going to be selling a build this big on our own, but then we get to make a big difference by handing it off to a local charity that gets to use it to raise awareness and raise funds for their cause. 
The balloon artists are transforming the ballroom of a local community college into an immersive space-themed exhibit in less than four days. There will be fire and ice dragons, giants, and plenty of extraterrestrial life forms. All of it will be created using more than 125,000 biodegradable balloons. We ended up with the idea of Stranger Worlds about a group of explorers looking to support these lost children. And they come across different types of people and aliens in each world who are there helping them to find the stars in each of the the area, the lost children. That's Stuart Davies. He's the managing director of the Big Balloon Build. The nonprofit is working with Life Story's child and family advocacy in Greeley to bring attention to child abuse. Which is a really dark subject, but... If we can't shine a light on that with the power and positivity of balloons, then I don't think anybody can. In the U.S., roughly 4 million children were assessed for child abuse. Gwen Schooley, the executive director at Life Stories Child and Family Advocacy in Greeley, says the data is not surprising. But she hopes the build will spotlight a growing issue in her community. It's more than just the balloons and the fun and the fanciful characters. It's also helping us and helping our community members make a difference. And so for us, that means raising funds to help us continue to offer our services free of charge. The balloon exhibit will incorporate 4,000 star balloons that represent the 4,000 children in Weld County assessed for child abuse each year. For Perkovic, the issue of child abuse is personal. She has people in her life that were affected. And they did not have programs to help. (laughs) And they had, you know, no way to talk about it. There wasn't the awareness, there wasn't the bravery to speak up that there is now. Once the build is done, people can purchase tickets to experience this one-of-a-kind world. The proceeds will go towards the charity. Then, after countless hours of hard work, there will be a popping party. And organizers hope to bring one of these massive balloon art projects to St. Louis. I'm Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Jonathan All edited that report. Ashley Lissenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.